eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. Oh, hey ho, what's up? It is, uh, well, it's a Tuesday podcast, and uh, we're back, and it's nice to have Al back, and Tia and me, and then we go to the Bullworm Show. What's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, you know, uh, during my uh, week of vacation last week, I um, I went out to dinner more times than I wanted to. I mean, I, I cooked at home yeah. as well, but I've been out a couple times. Got to go out and do something. Got to go out and do something, yep. But, uh, it's just there's certain things that since the pandemic now are just are they're just going to be in our daily forever. lives forever. The tip thing is one of those things that drives me bananas. The tip thing, like what in what thing do you mean in particular? Everywhere. So like uh, when they spin around that iPad looking thing when yeah. you when you charge something that or even just something as simple as like I went to was it Starbucks? I was in Virginia this weekend. Yeah. So I went to the Starbucks in the morning. And I guess they had that here too. I'm, I'm I'm not saying they don't, but I literally went in at seven o'clock in the morning. I got a medium, whatever size that is. I always say medium, and they can figure it out. A medium blonde roast black coffee. Love the blonde roast. She said, "What's your name?" I said, "It's Jerry." She goes, "Oh, you know what? Here, it's right here." I'm like, "Okay." There was no one in the place. She turned around, grabbed a cup, poured the coffee, put a lid on it, gave it to me. I put tapped my card, and it was like tip. For what? Yeah. Don't Aren't know. you getting paid to do that? It wasn't like this big order. It was literally she poured a cup of coffee that took four seconds. Right. You didn't get one of these with the pump of this no, in it and a pump no of lattes that. lattes or frappes, whatever they are. No. But it's like things like that. It's everywhere. Yeah. And the one where they do that spin move where they, if you pay with your card and they spin that big yeah. iPad around yep. with the blocks telling you which, what uh-huh. you want to tip, that's weird. Would you like to give 10%, 20 30 or 40%? Huh? Well, they don't even nowadays, if you start looking, they start at 20%. Yeah, well, there are some in smaller places. Like yeah. the ice cream shop in Virginia had a 10% oh, okay. one. 
But you're right. Most of them start at 20. It's like 20, 22, 25. It's almost like the tip was supposed to be a thank you for great service. Right. Like, wow, you really went above and beyond. Now it's your bill. Yeah, now it's just expected. Oh. Yeah, that is very uh, annoying. And then uh, the 3% charge for the credit card. Which I have now started to notice. Yeah. Even the debit card, which is supposed to be cash. Right. Yeah, they don't care. Your gas stations back in the day would not charge a fee, would not have a different price. It was cash or debit. And the credit card, now it's card. Yeah. You pay more per gallon. And as somebody pointed out to me on Twitter, because I took to Twitter during the break to discuss this, uh, someone pointed out to me, you know, during the pandemic, they didn't want your cash. Oh, we're going to get a disease uh, from handling the cash. So, and now they don't want our cards? I'm confused. No, they do. And they want to charge you more. Right. Now, another this, way to make more money. Right. And this is something that the credit card companies always charge the businesses right. for using the credit cards. That has always been in existence. So prior to COVID, the restaurants were paying that fee. As is, uh, who's, no one carries, I'm oh, sorry, when I go out to dinner now, it's like $120 yeah. to get lunch. Dinner's become very expensive. I'm not, I don't have that on me. I know. I'm aware. We went to a place uh, when we first Matthew and I first got there Friday. We didn't get there till 7 p.m. because by the time I left here and got home and got him, and then on a summer Friday getting to Virginia, it took us a while. So we went to like uh, historic Williamsburg. There's like this whole marketplace area with a few restaurants, and of course, because of when we went, couldn't get into the one we wanted to go to. Fair enough. So we went to. It's not Smashburger. That's not what it was, but it was like I forget the name of it, but it was that type of burger place. But it was attached to a bar and a brewery, so you could grab some drinks. And, and it wasn't, you didn't feel like you were walking into McDonald's. You felt like you were sitting down and having dinner. Four burgers, three orders of fries. Kim didn't get fries. I got two beers, and they each got a soda. How much do you think that was? Ooh, four burgers. Okay. Four burgers. Let me do the math. Three on. fries, not four. Three sodas and two beers. Four burgers. In my head, I'm only coming up with like 70 bucks, but I know it's going to be more than that. Oh, it's more than that. Not 70 bucks. No. How much? It was a, with tip. Yeah. And tax. And the service fee, 126 Kim looked at the, meal, the, the, menu, uh, the uh, bill. She goes, did we just spend $100 on hamburgers? I'm like, yes. Yes, we did. We sure did. The burgers were $14 each. Wow. Uh-huh. Now, Matthew and, and Joseph got doubles, so theirs were like 15 Ours were 12 50. They averaged to about $14 each. I'm at $56. I haven't done anything except bought four burgers. The fries were $7 each. My beers were $8 each. And the sodas were like $5 each. Yeah, the beer one I'm starting to notice, too, in... Then down the down the shore area where a beer, if you got a draft beer, it used to be like four bucks. Yeah. Now they're eight for Are a draft really? beer. Yeah. Oh. Unless it was just being in Asbury Park is a more touristy area. Maybe. I don't know. And summertime. Yeah. Could like be. they jack their prices up a little bit. Like I'm still into, so, you know, I do the, the cornhole and this pool have bar sponsors us and everything. So we did a tournament outside last night from 530 to eight. They ran draft specials, two dollars, two bucks. That's the way it should be. Like, that's what a draft special should be, not eight dollars. Yeah, no. And I even know. if you, even if you got one that wasn't on sale, it was it was three fifty. But this is why you know we talk about like 
America being uh, getting larger and larger as far as the our stomachs and mm-hmm. things. Because you could go to McDonald's if you would have went to McDonald's with your wife and kids and got burgers yes. and fries. You got out of there way cheaper. Probably 40 bucks. Right. I would say. Now, no beer. No beers. But you're right. If I would have got four Big Mac value meals. Yes. That's probably with tax and everything. Probably 40 bucks. Probably a little under. And you're not Maybe. tipping at McDonald's. I don't think. I, don't, I haven't been to McDonald's. They may be involved in this tip situation now, you too. Know, you know how? They could be. They might Although be. McDonald's now encourages you, because we're going to cut some more jobs, they actually encourage you to use the self-checkout. Oh, to and put your order in. Then you get the number, kind of like, uh, what was the place back in the day? Was it Fuddruckers? Yeah, Fuddruckers. And then they would bring you your food? Yeah. Or you would have they would call out your number and you go pick it up? That's what it is. They put your number on a, hold on to your receipt, big numbers, the numbers there and big letters, big bold numbers, and then when you see it up on the screen, order number 283. You go up, get your meal. I don't I, even want to take the order. I saw that at a a a small roadside gas station in some rando town in Indiana, mm-hmm. and there was a McDonald's attached to like this convenience store, right? And it had those screens. Yep. And that, and that was the first time seeing yeah, it. And this giant. was in like a rural rural area. They got some coin there. They got some cash there. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's coming. It's happening. So the I fees, saw, the ticks, the the tips, crazy. I saw a guy on Instagram the other day. One of these reels, yeah, or whatever they are. I just don't even understand Instagram. And he basically was like, and I don't think he was trying to be funny, but it's funny because everyone is now a part of this and understands it and sees it. And he basically he's doing his routine, and then he just stops dead. He goes, "Got to ask the audience, when did a." Twenty dollars become a hundred, and you hear a couple people laugh. He goes, "Last time I checked, twenty bucks would get me a few things. Now I go to the hardware store, hundred dollars. Go out to dinner, more than a hundred dollars." And as he's going on and on, it's so true. Everything has gotten so out yeah, of hand. Everything's a hundred dollars. But what's weird is it doesn't seem to be stopping people from no. being like restaurants are full. Yeah. Like, you can't get tables on a Saturday night in a lot of cases. Yeah, like you just said, you wanted to go to the one restaurant. Couldn't get in. Couldn't get in. Could not get in. Well, it was a 90-minute wait. Yeah. And I thought, I really thought 7 p.m., we're in Williamsburg, we'll be able to walk up. Oh, yeah, it'll be between 75 and 90 minutes. I'm like, for what exactly? Yeah. Yeah, like, let me I, wait we're for out. that. We left. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not waiting anymore. 15 minutes tops. I agree. I'll wait for a restaurant. 15, 20 minutes. Couldn't agree more. I'm not doing like 30 minutes. Like, this isn't my urologist where I want to see it packed. Yes. Just make me a good meal. Correct. I'll be happy. Correct, Jerry. I know. Uh, there's also a number of men. I don't know if you if this is a beach area thing or if you see this in your neighborhood as well. Old men yeah. going shirtless the entire summer. Do you have that in your neighborhood at all? Um, No. I mean, my neighbor across the street, from the moment I moved in, Every summer, he lives the summer without a shirt on. He's shirtless. Jeans, shirtless. Yeah. Good dude, too. He's in his 70s, but he's in shape. Plays Frank Sinatra on his loudspeaker in the backyard where I can hear it in my house. It's tremendous. Takes care of his home. So he goes shirtless with jeans. Oh, yeah. He's shirtless all summer. Yeah, I have a couple guys in my neighborhood that just you don't see them in a shirt all summer long. You too? No, I am always in a shirt. Always in a shirt. In fact, if I took my shirt off now, you would see where my shirt lays on me because my skin You're is very white. white there. I hear you. And I'm tanned elsewhere. 
I'll tell you, you talk about being shirtless. I'm trying to figure out when hair on the chest stopped becoming a thing. I was looking at, so we went, to, because we were in Williamsburg, we went there in 2007 with Matthew when he was three years old. Hadn't been there back since. So when we got back, I remember some of the things we did with him, we were trying to find the pictures. And we came across, and we never found them. I know they're in the house, and I know they're in a, in a photo book because Kim did it, and I've seen it before. But we couldn't find it yesterday. But I came across photo albums from Cabo San Lucas in 03, um, us on cruises in 06, like all these different trips. And then I found a couple from being in Florida with her in 95. And there's a couple, I'm on the beach with her, and my first thought is, how did you think that look was okay? For you. It looks like I went to the carpet store and glued it to my body. <laughs> yeah, no, when when men had hairy chests, that was very sexy back then. Ugh. But I'm it looks and then I'm and then my next thought was, hey hun, you thought it was okay to put this picture in this photo album? This is heinous. <laughs> that was a sign of manliness. Yeah, so that picture I'm referring was referring to was ninety five. Ninety five. I was twenty one. Chest hair was in. Apparently, Ooh. I've been and I've been shaving my, I, you know, not even shave. Yeah, I've been shaving my chest for a long time. I don't remember that. You don't remember growing it wild? No, I don't. I always remember keeping it tame. And I've never, and I know it sounds weird because the neck hair is awful. I've never really had back hair, so a lot of those pictures you can see, you can see, like it just stops. It just grows like a, it's like a farm. <laughs> Well, I notice that now when I feel like, okay, it's time to trim all the body hairs, when you're soaping up in the shower and it's just like, like, <laughs> could you imagine soaping up that chest of yours? No. Like, uh, just like. Like, did I don't, and I just don't remember either. Did I use shampoo on it? I had to have. I wouldn't have been using regular soap. I don't remember. I would think you use regular soap. <sighs> just rubbing it in your hairs. Oh, it's terrible. And then the armpit hairs were all. Big and bushy. Gross, man. Yeah, really gross. Yeah, I don't know when, like, what turned to that. I don't know. For men. I don't know. I, I don't know where the line in the sand is. I'm going to say it happened in the early 2000s. Okay. That's what I think. Any reason for that? No, like, I could remember pornography in the 90s was hair. Bushy? Yeah. Very so bushy. So maybe when that turned, when you always talk about the adult Film bit always being at the forefront of things. A lot of things. Maybe are the, that's when it changed. They're ahead of the curve on a lot of things. Yeah, maybe that was it. Maybe when they started shaving all their areas, people started doing it yeah. too. First it they is started a much cleaner way. Too. It is much cleaner. I know, especially like in the summer. Imagine Oof. you have that big hairy chest. No, thank you. Nasty. And yet there are other people that are listening to this right now, going, "I can't believe these guys shave their chest. Not very manly." I still think there are people that are really into chest hair being hairy. Yeah, being bushes. Uh, yeah, bushes, yeah, no chest hair, Eesh. all sorts of things. Oof. You got to trim up nowadays. Mm. Hmm. I told uh, Eddie this yesterday. You know, wow, I feel like it's been a week already of work. It's only huh. Tuesday. It's Tuesday at ten. It's Tuesday. My uh, during the uh, this last vacation, my father fell, broke his hip. One of those. So words. I started listening to the podcast. Yeah. I heard the first couple of minutes. Because uh, I didn't think to put it on until I was almost here. Yeah. And I heard you start telling the story. So is he all right? Not great. No. Uh, yeah. No. He, um, yeah, it, it, uh, I guess it, like, it's just weird, like a, a just a fracture. He yeah. fell. But like, that's always trouble. 
Because it's hard to, like, he was not a very strong, robust fella to begin with mm-hmm. in in this state. So I don't know. They have him in a rehab center. What do you mean, to, just fell down? Yeah. Well, first of all, Jerry, he's 79. He's kind of frail. Mm-hmm. He was carrying bags in from, from uh, Costco or okay. something. All right. And fell going forward. He was probably carrying too much, too many uh, items. That's so, terrible. yeah, fell down there. What was he carrying? A litter, which is like 80 pounds. Yeah, I don't know what he was carrying. <laughs> He's like a weeble. Falls maybe, over. maybe he bought a weight set over at uh, the Costco in order to uh, ah, start exercising in the house. This 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 stage of life stinks, Yeah. Man. It really does. And I started thinking a lot about it because he, you know, I went to see him a couple of times. Yeah. And he looks, you know, he has days where he looks better than others yeah, and sure. other days where he looks frailer yeah which is weird to see your dad frail yeah. because our dads were like these powerful guys and now they're uh, kind of frail then i started thinking like what like what is it different so i'm like looking at him as well he's my older parent so he was always older than me yeah, of right course. so what's the difference when you see somebody who looks uh older and frail and um on that back end of life when it's your parent mm-hmm. or your sibling or your spouse. Sure. Those are the weird, the yeah. different dynamics there. I think it's horrible. Right? Yeah. There's nothing good about any of it. Yeah, but I think like as your parent, you see them as older. When it's your spouse, you see them as, ooh, this is. What about looking in the mirror? You're looking in the mirror. Catch myself in the mirror a couple times. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm going to be 50. Yeah. I'm like, okay. But then I sit there like, holy crap. What? Yeah. I don't, aside from, yes, aside from back pain once in a while, which has been knock on wood, ever since I had a bad run in in January to where I went and got scans again and everything, cleared up, and things have been really good again for like the last five months. And I've been playing a lot of golf again, which is great. By the way, going back to the scene of the crime today. Oh, really? Where you got to hit in the face? I am going back today. Yep. Going with Lepresti. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, my dad and my son's coming too, but Joseph's staying home today. Um, but whatever. So I'm playing golf again a lot. I'm, I'm, I started lifting weights last week for the first time, and I can't tell you how long, which felt great. I've only done it three times in the last eight days. I'd like to be on it every other day, but I missed because of the weekend. Um, and I'll probably miss today because of golf. Well, I'll get back to it tomorrow. But, like, I feel good. Like, 50. And then I look at, like, pictures of my grandparents at 50 or even my parents. They look like my parents, but they don't look as – just to me, they don't look as young as Kim and I look at 50 as they did 20-whatever years yeah. ago, 27 years ago. It's weird. Yes. And it's just – I don't know. That number, if you would have told me when I was 30, you, how are you going to feel when you're 50? Not great. Right. I'm not really phased by it. Other than the fact that it tells me I'm 50. Correct. And all of a sudden, I'm worried about things start to happen to people in their 50s. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be That terrible. is concerning. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think when you get 70s is when Even it really kicks in. But then you start to look at it. Like, I, I was seeing my dad laying there, not doing great. And I thought, this guy's got money in the bank. He loved cars. He should have bought himself a car. You know what I mean? Like, yes. He's got money in the bank for what? What do I always tell you? I mean, th- this is this has been my frustration with you sometimes. Yeah. Although I feel like you've loosened up a little bit. What are you, what are we saving it for? 
Yeah, like you, you don't want to uh, have no money at the end, but you also don't want to have a money in the bank. Too much, like you know what I mean. Like it's almost. I started doing the math. I was like, my father's seventy nine. Right. I'm fifty three. I'll be fifty four. Mm-hmm. So what's he got? Twenty five years on me. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. I'm like, man, I better like start living. Decide my four hundred one k. How I'm going to start dividing that up once I get to retirement age. Because mm-hmm. I got to live, Jerry. And start using it. Yeah. Like I've always told you, with all these trips we take. You know, and there have been times, not often, but I would say we've definitely had a trip or two. One in particular, the year of the year after the pandemic, we went to Florida. We went in July of 21, I think. We went to Florida after really not doing anything in 2020. And because of the pay, because Kim's job was gone, because of the significant pay cut we took here, because of all the extra money that we do make here was taken away for that year, basically. Much fewer games with Rutgers than I was expecting. Um, the Cowboys was there, but it was it it was just different. I lost a lot of money that year. That's probably the one trip that we went on that I remember buying the airline tickets, and I think I charged the rest of the trip. That was also the trip uh, I spent the two thousand dollars to go to Universal Studios by mistake. <laughs> but I remember coming back from that trip like, ugh, I'm like wow, did I just charge a lot of money? And you know what? Then I sat there and thought about it. We had a blast. And yeah. I got photos and videos, and I don't care. I, whatever. You know? I think it sucks when you spend the money and you don't have a blast. That's when it sucks. Oh, 100%. That is really burned you. You go up. on vacation, don't have a good time, get into a fight. Yeah. Whatever. That sucks. But for the most part, we've been relatively lucky. Yeah. So, yeah. I, yeah, I think if you spend your money and it's a good time that's why i hate like going to a nice restaurant it sucks yeah like, i know what the hell was this you invested two hours an hour and a half what you thought was gonna be a good time and you end and up the money walking out like I, yeah. you just stole my money yeah i agree i totally agree so i'm trying to take some life lessons from this observing my father now yeah well the one i have for me is so you know i do all these baseball stadiums with why with kim and the boys um, we're doing that in a couple weeks in Texas, which I'm really looking forward to. And the one that I, this is where there are limits. Like I know my father would love to go play Pebble beach. He's 76. How many, how many more years, if he stays healthy, can he play a course like that where he doesn't feel like I don't belong here? I can only hit the ball, you know, hundred, oh, but that is an, exp- I mean, that's, you might be talking eight grand. For the week. Really? Yeah. I mean, when you think about flying out there, staying there, it costs, I think it's $600 a round, and then you got to pay the caddy. So you're talking 800 bucks a round if you play twice, the meals. It's a lot. Ugh. Well, I feel like the, the clock is ticking. Right. So I don't know. That's one. I, we've done a lot of golf trips together. We've gone to a lot of great places. I know he would love to do that trip. That's a tough one, though. Yeah. It's a lot of money to go play two rounds of golf right. or three yes. rounds of golf. Yes. You know, so I don't know. That That's the that's where I'm a little hesitant. Right. But how long can you be hesitant for? I don't have that's a lot. I, I would say not a lot more time. Yeah. I wouldn't think. I don't know, though. I'm not sure. Yeah. We'll see. Right now, I'll just settle for playing golf with him in Monmouth County today. <laughs> with CeeLo. Yes. So it would be CeeLo, you, your dad, and which of your and sons? Matthew. 
Matthew. Yes. Who is playing? He might be horrible today. He's only played now five times, six times. He's so much better than I was five times in. It's ridiculous. Made his first birdie the other day in Virginia. Like, what the hell? <laughs> and who is the best out of that group to play today? Uh, oh, Lepresti. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. Who's better, you or your dad? Oh, I say, I would say I am. But we both have our strengths. He's 180 yards down the fairway every shot. Can't hit it far, but he's straight every time. He struggles on the and around the greens and on the greens and the approach shots. That's where I'm better. So that's why I think my score is usually better. I think if you watch this off the tee, I look like I've never played before because I'm all over the place, and he's right down the middle. Yeah, I feel like I always judge someone off the tee. Everyone does. Right? Yes. And I think he probably has more fun playing golf because he drives the ball straight, and it's like, hey, we're playing a hole, as opposed to me hitting the ball left. It's right. It's on the ground. It's high. It's like, oh. What about your son? Straight or kind of all over the place because he's new? Matthew is like me where he doesn't drive the ball great, but everything else is good. Joseph drives the crap out of the ball already, um, but then doesn't really know how to play with the irons yet. So we're getting there. I'll take him. I'm taking Matthew today. I'll take Joseph maybe Thursday. Sounds like you got a big Pebble Beach trip planned. Uh, We'll see. You, your dad. How about this foursome? You, your dad, your two sons, Yeah. and CeeLo. Well, no, that'd be five. What? Yo, you, your dad, dad, two sons. Oh, there you go. Sorry, CeeLo, you're out. I tried to get you to Pebble Beach. Right. But you're out. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. Uh, We will be back here tomorrow at 5 a.m. So. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Add WFAN to your contacts to talk New York sports with us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Holy crap, everybody's here. What's up? It's Tuesday. The Eddie Scazzeri is still look as good as he did a week and a half ago, and across from me, this guy is healthy. He's back. I heard him a little bit with CeeLo yesterday. 
His name is Al Vladdy Dukes. What's up, man? Good morning there, Jerry. Oh, my gosh. That last caller to uh, the C-Mac Overnight Show. I hate a quizzing caller. Like a, a quizzing call- caller. C-Mac, qu- C- this is before your time. What New York athlete had a big toe injury? Sounds like the guy that called me in cell last week. That dragged on. Just tell me who it was, stupid. We had a 96-year-old woman that called us last week. Is that right? She was 96. 96. Big Yankee fan. She was from uh, Great Britain. Is that right? Yes. She called from Great Britain? No, she no. Just... She, she came here when she was 35, I believe yeah. she said. She married someone from the States. Is that right? He was a Yankee fan. She turned into a Yankee fan, and she was not happy with the state of the team. This, let me guess. Her husband died 40 years ago. <laughs> she didn't say. She I was don't still know. going strong. I did not. I wasn't going to go with, how's your husband doing? Man. She's 96. The odds of him doing well were not good. The men always go first, Jerry. That's the problem. In a lot of cases, that is true. Because we do the hard work. We rear the... You don't work. We rear the children, Jerry. Stop. We do the food shopping. This ain't the 1930s. We do it all. Well, in some cases. We shovel coal for our I actually had to fire my lawn guys yesterday. In a dramatic fashion. You wasn't fired. No, it wasn't dramatic. It was just that I found my regular guy, who I liked a lot... Moved and sold the company, which is fine. That happens. But then my guys didn't show up last week. I'm like, you know what? You're fired. Did you call them and fire them? Did you gather them no, on a I, Zoom I meeting? texted my guy who was uh, running the company. I said, listen, you're out. I'm out. So you can tell them effective today no more. They didn't show up this weekend. Nice. Not having it. How did that feel? Weird, because now I'm stuck doing it. <laughs> now you've now you got to do your lawn. Now i got to go out and buy a, a mower. <laughs> get yourself a John Deere, Jerry. I, One might, of those I might get a John Deere. Yellow and green tractor machines a nice green john deere would be fun that'd be badass i agree you just uh then go around see if anyone else wants their lawn mode for a couple bucks i'm not doing that but maybe the the boys could yeah become a lawn guy they could become lawn guys we could start our own lawn company yeah Why i drove by a big when i was in indiana i drove drove past a gigantic john deere yep. dealership mm-hmm. i was like i oh, man, i want to go in there i wish i i wish i had land to till jerry think you could be a farmer yeah i think i could be a farmer Maybe that's your retirement life. Yeah, I might go buy a New Jersey farm, trade the beach life. Why Jerry? New Jersey? Why not Pennsylvania? Avoid um, the taxes. Yeah, I know New Jersey has some sort of tax thing, but now you got to really prove like you're growing lettuce or something on your land. <laughs> and you got to get some goats. Well, I'm not telling you to be a fake farmer. I mean, be a farmer. <laughs> I'll be a real farmer. Yeah, to where you're not trying to yeah. pull one over on them. But I was—I actually did think about becoming a farmer. Then I thought, like, I could barely take care of one dog. <laughs> what if my horse got sick? What am it, I going to do with a sick horse? Kill it. No, I think you call the the horse the horse vet. Yeah, because you can't just show up at the the vet with a horse, Jerry. You got to call. That's got to be a a home call. I can't get an appointment for Rusty. Yeah. <laughs> and what kind of dog is Rusty? No, it's a horse. Yeah. It's, uh, we'll be in the we'll be in the uh, waiting room with all the dogs and cats. They My must big see horse. vets must see some crazy stuff. Yeah. Imagine people come in with like a turtle. Yeah, like I, the one vet I was at the not too long ago, someone rolled up with a parrot. I'd be like, "What do you want me to do with this bird?" <laughs> They study. They know. Or, hey, could you help my hamster? Where is it? Well, i go buy another one that looks just like it. <laughs> yeah. Your hamster's not going to get fixed. Probably not. Disposable pets. Hamster. Can you imagine what those bills are, too? Like <laughs> the emergency bill for your hamster. You get pet insurance for a hamster. <laughs> I'm sure some people do. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't, but I'm sure some. But, but I guess the other thing. Remember when I hit myself in the face with the golf ball? Yeah. <laughs> Off the tree. I got the bill for the um, for the ambulance. 
Now, I don't know why insurance picked up nothing. It was $1,220. She could call the Lyft instead, all right? Like, Uber. holy crap. Well, I don't think the Lyft driver is going to help to close the gash at all. Oh, you or had stop to do that. the bleeding, but yeah. yes. Your insurance, 20? your insurance better cover that, Jerry. Uh, what we're going to resubmit is what we're going to do. Holy I would cow. sue for malpractice. Uh, no, Just they to try to get no, Stop it. They did a great job. A couple extra bucks. No, no, no. By the way, today is uh, something called Amazon Prime Day. Yes, I thought that was, uh, I thought Black Friday was Amazon Prime. Yeah, well, I guess they do this also. Cyber Week. I was just looking on Amazon. I see no deals. No deals? Not for what I order. What do you order? I'm just like, my, my vitamins. Oh, well, I'm sure there, well, did you check for your specific vitamins? Yeah. Because I'm sure there are vitamins on sale. They're I, just not the ones you use. I thought it meant everything was on sale. Oh. It's not. Specific deals. Although, if you're an Amazon driver, you got to be like, oh. But busy like week. Prime day. Yeah, yeah but you're well, getting paid the same whether you have a busy week or a slow week. I'm going to check right I now. Call, this is what I would do. If I was an Amazon driver with benefits, I would be like, when's prime day? I'm going to take off. <laughs> For a couple of days. What are you, Harris Allen? Yeah. You got, <laughs> During you, the NHL draft? You got to take off. If today is prime day, you got to take off Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, You know where Friday. I'm seeing big deals immediately? Yeah. And they're smart. Amazon products. Oh, okay. Amazon devices, 35% off, 40% oh, that's off. It. Yeah, that makes sense. Man, you could get a giant TV now for cheap. Yeah, I, you know, I need one for outside. So I'm going to look right now, and you're going to tell me what's a good deal and what's not not a good deal. I was in Costco the other day. Yeah. They had like a 75-inch television. For $27. For... No, it was like $500. I, I was like, what? Yeah. Now, of I course, it was you. a brand I never heard of, something called Hisense, whatever that is. Hi, um, I have heard of Hisense. Hisense and TLC are the ones yeah, that are right TVs. now very affordable. Yeah, very cheap TVs. I don't know if they're any good, but they're very affordable. How about this? I mean, I know we shouldn't be doing this, but what the hell? Because you put me onto this. Yeah. A 32-inch screen used to be relatively big. Now, I know in this day and age, you're talking about a 70-inch screen for the family room. But a 32-inch screen t- TV, when I grew up, I think I, I think I had a 12-inch screen TV in my room. In your room, yeah. Does that sound right? A black yeah. and white 12-inch well, thir- screen? They, were, they would be 13 Okay, inches. 13. I was good with that. Yeah. I can get a 32-inch flat-screen smart TV right now, $84. 84 bucks. I mean, are you serious? Tremendous. Holy We've really cow. come a long way with our television sets. Damn. That's pretty wild. And they're light enough. You could just pick up a 75-inch <laughs> television and just <laughs> put it right on your wall. <laughs> it's good. I still have not gotten comfortable in life with putting a television on a wall. Not thinking, oh, I've done it with the brackets? Yeah. And not feeling like... I'm damaging the main posts in my home. You mean the studs? Yeah, the studs. You just draw right into them. Yeah, but what? I, that compromise. That's got to compromise the stud if I'm putting a big bolt in it. Well, there, luckily for you, yeah, that there's not one stud holding up the house. Yeah, let's hope you have hundreds and hundreds of hundreds them. of studs. You'll be fine. Okay, yes. and it's very secure. You hmm. can drill right into that thing. Perfect, hmm. Jerry. There's a. Major League Baseball All-Star Game this evening. Garrett Cole's going to start, and he might even pitch two innings. <laughs> might he pitch two innings? Yeah. Uh, the starter might sometime? get two innings. Oh, yeah. okay. Could I be th- one. I thought they'd give everybody one shot. Well, usually the right. starter gets two. You know, he's pitching against someone named Zach Gallen, who I've on the never even backs. heard of. Well, you don't watch baseball. <laughs> of course you've never heard of him. But I do know Garrett Cole. <laughs> yeah, I know you know Cole because he's a Yankee. Yes. That's the problem with these West Coast teams. Well, for you, I understand. For, well, like, do you think there's, let me ask you this. Do you think there's anybody on the American League All-Star team yeah. that's like, who is Zach Gallen? 
Um, it's possible. Pro- possible, it's right? Possible. I don't know that. I think that that's likely, but is yeah. it possible? Yes, it's possible. We have seen the one thing I would tell you from covering a lot of teams: the Nets, the Giants, the Jets. I've been around a little bit. Um, there are guys that don't, don't watch. Yeah, the players. They, they just play. So I don't think it's likely, but I think it's, it, it is very possible. Yes. Be like, give me a scouting report on this Zach Gallon. Never heard of him. I think it's very possible. All right, let's play a little game with you. All right. All right. Let's see. Heard of them? Haven't heard of them. What? Which or, no, edition let's do is this? this? Let's do this. All star or regular Joe? All star or average Joe? MLB All Star, regular Joe, or average Joe? Got it. All right. Let's go with Joe Spring Valley, regular Joe. He is a regular Joe. That nice. is correct. Let's go with Jonah Heim. That's a baseball player. Who is he? He's on the Dodgers. <laughs> <laughs> no, good though. He's a he's the uh, starting catcher for the Rangers. Oh, okay. And he is an All Star starter. Oh, nice. So he'll be catching Garrett Cole tonight. That is correct. With the rest of the Rangers starting infield. Are oh, you aware of this? No, they're very good. So this is before we get back to our game. Yeah. The starting first baseman is Yandy Diaz from the Rays. Okay, fair enough. Then you've got Marcus Simeon, second baseman, Rangers. Corey Seager, shortstop, Rangers. Josh Jung, third baseman, Rangers. <laughs> What about this, Jerry? Rangers versus the NL. Well, that's pretty much what it is. Yeah, let's get the whole Ranger team out there. You've got a lot of them out there, so that's kind of what it is. All right, back to our game. You ready? Let's go with, um, hmm, see if I can give you a good one here. Kyle Tucker. That's a baseball player. He plays for? Diamondbacks. Astros, good try. (laughs) How about um, Brent Rooker? That's a regular Joe. You no, just try to make he's that He's actually up. the starting DH. Ah, oh, I'm sorry. On, he's a reserve. He's on the A's, but he's an all-star oh, designated an hitter. And, and yes. do they still make it so you have to have a representative? Yeah, every team has to be yeah. represented. Yes, that is correct. How about um, Pablo Lopez? Regular Joe. No, he's, he's a pitcher on, for you're, the Twins. You, Jerry, you're, you're, you, people can't see this uh, on the radio, but you're doing an eye movement that makes me think you're just creating oh, no, a fake shut guy. Your eyes and just listen. No, then shut your eyes. No, and no, just I'm listen. saying you're doing it, trying oh, to throw I'm sorry. me off. No, I'm not. No, no, I'm I'm trying to come up with other names as I go. <laughs> Yannier Cano, <laughs> baseball player. He is. <laughs> Never heard of him. He's on the Orioles. <laughs> All-star. That's because the Orioles really turned it around this the year. The Orioles are very good. That's exactly right. The Orioles and the Rangers. How about Will Smith? That's a rapper slash actor. <laughs> he is. He's also the starting catcher for the Dodgers. <laughs> they have a Will Smith as well? Yes. Damn. <laughs> that was actually funny. Sean Murphy. Regular Joe. No, he's ah. the star, starting catcher for the Braves, and he's a National League starter tonight. <laughs> no, who was the great Murphy for the Braves? Dale Murphy, Jerry. <laughs> that guy was terrific. Center fielder, I think he was. Yes, he was. Man. Uh, Justin Steele. Regular Joe. Not only is he not a regular Joe, he is the Cubs ace who I believe leads all of Major League Baseball in ERA. <laughs> Man, these baseball players are How about this one? Tough. Kodai Senga. He's a pitcher from the Mets, Jerry. I know that guy's an all-star and not a regular Joe. Oh, that is right. I'll give you mm. just a couple more here. All We're right. almost done. Uh, you should know these. Let's go with Jorge Soler. That's a baseball player. He's on the Marlins. That is correct. Corbin Carroll. Regular Joe. Oh, no. He's the stud rookie from the Diamondbacks. Didn't you just watch the highlights of the Mets yes, Diamondbacks? When you said Corbin, I was like, that's a baseball player. And then you said... 
stammered a little bit and gave of what I thought was you were creating a fake no, last I name. Try, no, I'm sorry. I wasn't trying Man, to do that. Man, you Then again, if you know off. the names, you know the names. Uh, I'm going to give you a couple here that they are baseball players. Just tell me if you've heard of them or not. All right? I'm, the starters you know. I'm not going to have to worry about that. Basically, reserves. Before last night, Adley Rutschman. Were you familiar with him? No. All right, he had the wild home run derby first round. That was pretty cool. Uh, how about, let's see here, uh, Adolis Garcia. Heard of him. Okay, he's on the Rangers. That's good. Um, I gave you him already. Uh, you've heard Michael Lorenzen. Just a kind of like a regular name, right? Yeah, regular name. He's on the Tigers. George I Kirby. I know him. All right, Mariners. Jordan Romano. No. All right, Blue Jays. Good pitcher there. Um, I, Let's see. Blue Jays. He needed the money. Oh. <laughs> Carlos Estevez. Yeah, I know that guy. You do? Yes. What does he do? What Baseball pitcher? Baseball player. Okay, what? give me the league. AL. All right, you got that. Give me the team. Blue Jays. <laughs> Angels. <laughs> Damn it, Jerry. All right, all right, let's wrap this up. Now we'll go National League, all right? <laughs> Tell me if you've heard of them. Elias Diaz. Yes. I've oh, heard you, of him. You said that very confidently. Yeah. You know what position he is? No. Catcher. Uh, Rockies. Uh, Geraldo Perdomo. No, no, don't know this this guy. He just played. He's on the uh, Diamondbacks. Uh, let's see. I gave them. I gave you Steele. Mitch Keller. Nope. Nope. He's a Pirates pitcher. I'm a Pirate. Uh, I think that's it. You would probably remember. I think you would know everybody. Yeah, I know David Bednar. No, don't know him. Pirates. Uh, and this guy I was not familiar with until last week. Uh, Camillo Doval. Yeah, I don't know who that is either. I think he's the closer for the Giants. How about this one, Jerry? Do you know this one? I'm going to quiz you now. Ellie De La Cruz. <laughs> I've Reds. heard of him. He steals second. Th- Matter of fact, he's so good, he steals first, second, third, and all. Yeah, he just steals. He goes right. He gets a drop. Hey, if you if you reach base on a drop third strike, is that a stolen base, first base? Um, That's a great question. Thank you. I don't know if it's that or if the catcher is charged with an error. Ah. I'm not sure. Hmm. I don't. Cool. I actually don't score games. I don't know. First, second, third, and home. Not a stolen base. Oh, there you on. go. So that is that. Isn't it come wild on. though? Like you see what the what a youth movement can do. Like not only is he good, like he's exciting to the point where some guys have it, the it factor, and other guys are just really good players. This kid, like when he's up or on base, you want to watch him. It's pretty cool. Do you think? How about I know baseball does a lot of rule changes. What about this for a rule change? At any point during your at bat, you could try to steal first. The Savannah Bananas we, uh, have that rule, and we have <laughs> talked. We have talked about that before. You've brought that up, actually. Yeah, and then, but you know, you're giving up so, your at bat if you get thrown out. Catcher catches the ball, you take off. The, the pitcher's in his windup, and you, you drop just start your running bat and go. Better not get hit by that pitch. <laughs> oh my god, that would be tough. But then, if you're thrown out, you're out. You're out. And you don't get yeah. any more chances to um, swing the bat. The only rule change I would like to see now in baseball, did you see what they did in the Futures game Saturday? No. Did you guys talk about this yesterday? We the, did not. With the strike no. zone? You didn't bring this up? No, we ran out of time, Joe. We so, only had four hours. Four hours? Oh. I'm surprised CeeLo didn't bring it up. No. So in the Futures game on Saturday night, you know how in tennis you can get the review on the big screen? Like they show off the... No. Mm-mm. Do you watch anything? <laughs> tennis? <laughs> Who my man talking about to see if a ball's in or out? Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So they have this technology now where you know if a guy calls out or in or whatever, they can check and they will. And I don't know how the review system works, how many you get, or if they just check to make sure. I'm not sure, but 
they'll put it on the giant screen in the arena. And it's the technology that shows exactly where the ball hit if it caught a little bit of the line and was in or was out. And it no, there's no mistakes. There's no fighting. There's nothing you can do about it. So Saturday night in the Futures game, they had a similar thing where if a ball was called a ball or a strike and the batter was not happy with that, he taps his helmet. And they put it within, literally within two seconds, the, the box is there and it shows if it was a ball or a strike. Everybody loved it. And it, it corrected a few mistakes and also confirmed a few really good calls. Hmm. And everything is right. I thought it was awesome, actually. Yeah, I would like to see that in action, Jerry. If you Google it during the break, you you'll see video of it literally in like two seconds. It's awesome. Yeah. And it's just like tennis where they put it up on the giant screen. So now, if you're an umpire having a bad day, yeah, that's this rough. is not going to be good for that you. That is a rough one. But they're going to get the calls right. So, And that's the most important thing. Dude. I happen to agree. All right, 519, we're just getting started. We've got the everybody's here. And then Boomer and Geo join us at 6 o'clock as well here on The Fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Nice to have you with us Tuesday morning in New York City. How about, you know, how about this? We always talk about uh, it's Alan Jerry until uh, 6 o'clock, Boomer and Geo. Then we always talk about getting older and retirement, and you're like six years away from retirement now, or whatever oh, it yeah, is. Yeah, Jerry. May sooner than that, if in fact you guys do that and walk away. How about your Greg Popovich? You're 74 years old, and you sign a five year extension worth $80 million. <laughs> Right. So he's he's starting an eighty million dollar contract. That's, now, how old is he? He's seventy four. Damn. Now again, seventy four now is not seventy four thirty years ago. I understand that. When we were talking when you were out. Uh, I brought up many times. I I came across a Frankie Valley concert from a few weeks ago at Mohegan Sun. He's ninety, and he's got like a touring schedule still ahead of him. Yeah, that's so weird. And he sounds great. But so, yeah, so Greg Popovich, so last year he went through one of the worst seasons of his life. They get uh, Wembenyama, and now he gets a five-year extension. Unbelievable. How about that? So it's a five-year deal, and he's 75, he said? He's 74. 74, he's going to go through 79? Yeah. Maybe 80. Maybe Man. 82. Who you knows? better retire. This is, he's not even going to be able to get to enjoy his $80 million. You better know. live it up. I, well, I'm sure he has enjoyed plenty of his money already because he's won so. a lot and made a lot. Yeah. But this is, that's a monster deal. That is a huge deal for an old fella. So good for him. Hey, good for you. More than $5 million a year. I did see. Um, but think about that, though. Yeah. He's getting around $5 million a year, five point something a year. He's going to have players on his team if they sign a star making 50 a year. <laughs> right. That's Jerry, you said it was $80 million? That's what I saw. For five years. Yeah. So that's a lot more than $5 million. Five. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. 15, I'm thinking. So 15 a year. So 15, 15 plus, something. plus, yeah. My point is he's going to have a player on his team that's going to make 50 a yeah. year. Maybe more. Right. You're making $15 million a year going, what am I, chopped liver over here? Right. Hey. Hey, no respect. <laughs> Still better than most coaches do, though, if not all of them. Still doing pretty good for himself, good. Yeah, for an old good. fella. Sure is. 
I was reading that, uh, you know, with the All-Star game tonight, Garrett Cole is, uh, I read he was the first Yankee starting pitcher since Roger Clemens. That seems strange. The first Yankee pitcher to start an All-Star game since 2001, Roger Clemens. All right, so the last 22 years. Yeah. Uh, trying to think the greats that would have pitched for them. Messina, maybe? No. Um, in, in that time. Well, Andy Pettit was never. Andy Pettit was a great, and I mean a great, postseason pitcher for the Yankees. Regular season, really good. I don't know that he would have ever... I don't know. I'd have to look back at all at his career. What about a CC Sabathia? Yeah, that's a good one. The, the fact that he left. never got one. Yeah. My all right. My next question would be: Any of them, like a Sabathia, would he have been in line to start an All Star game? But because of the rotation, it didn't oh, line up properly. I see what you're doing there. Because Jerry. that does happen. That does. Like if Max Scherzer, for instance, like he just pitched Sunday. There's no way he could have started tonight. Maybe that happened to Sabathia. I don't know. Well, I'm seeing even Cole is going on two days rest. Oh, that's true. That's a very good point. It's two innings. It's his throw day anyway. That's true. Yeah, good point. I still see Roger Clemens as a Boston Red Sox pitcher. Well, like when I see him as a Yankee. Not I don't as a Blue know. Jay? <laughs> I don't see him as a Blue, Jay. a Blue Jay. I see him as a Red Sox. But a lot of people see him as a Yankee. Oh, I'm sure right? Yankee fans do, sure. Roger Clemens. That, but that's Fox. also the problem with this day and age of baseball. Yeah. Is that guys move around and you don't have one cap that is yours. Right. That's why guys like Jeter were special. And will we ever see them again, Jerry? By the way, Cole told an interesting story about what Jeter did he say? yesterday. Well, he was on, so he made the rounds, as you can imagine. Um, and part of his interview process yesterday was going on FS1 with Burkhart, Jeter, Ortiz, and A-Rod. And Burkhart did ask Cole. How would you pitch to these guys? I, I would like to see that matchup uh, tomorrow yeah, if Jeter we could. ducked me, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> no, we had, a, we had a doubleheader. He wanted the first one, and he ducked me in the second one. So now I was waiting for him to, like, you know, correct the story. Nope, that was the story. He ducked him. He didn't, he didn't play the second game. He didn't want this smoke. That was. How about that? Here's Burkhart asking the question with Ortiz, Jeter, A-Rod, and Garrett Cole. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. Good job, KB. I also saw that... Uh, A-Rod made some news from that broadcast. He had a game plan for the L.A. Angels. I know. I haven't. I saw the headline. I have not seen it yet. Yeah, has a game plan for the Angels to win a World Series in five years, and it involves trading both Shohei Otani and, and Trout. Yeah, and Mike Trout. And getting Theo Epstein to run the, run the thing. Well, here's what I know. They've won nothing with them. Yeah. They, don't even, they haven't even made the playoffs. Yeah. And Trout's always hurt, which you hate to say or see, but that's just. The way it goes, he's always hurt. Yep. And did you see his injury last week? What did he do now? He swung the bat and broke his wrist. He broke his wrist? He fractured his wrist What's on a he swing. got osteoporosis? I don't know. I, I don't know. It was bizarre. Took a swing, missed, and then started shaking his hand immediately. Came out of the game, and it turned out to be, I think, a fractured wrist. Yeah, he's got, out eight weeks. Yeah, that's a guy some calcium pills. Like Crazy. My, my mutter takes. Your mutter? My mutter. Are you all right today? <laughs> I also see, Jerry, good news. The Yankees, uh, it looks like they're hiring this Sean Casey to be their new hitting oh, coach. Oh, they hired him, I believe, yeah. Oh, hired, officially yeah. hired. Yeah. I was like, this is the guy who's the MLB uh, network yeah, but it was analyst? Yeah, but he was a good red back in the day. Part of the big red machine. No, 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 no. That's not when he played. Oh. But he had one year where he batted 332, 25 home runs, 100 RBIs. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Three-time All-Star. I saw he was a teammate of Mr. Aaron Boone when they were on the Reds together. Makes sense. For a number of years. Yep. 
How about that? Yeah, so he's coming out of the broadcast booth. I would pick the, the Yankees and the over in their first handful of games. You would? Yes, and then it'll fall apart. So you think he's going to come in immediately? You get a quick jolt. A little jolt. A little jolt, and then it goes back to being what it is. Yeah. Boomer made a declaration yesterday, which I didn't see anywhere else. He said that uh, he believes Aaron Judge is going to make a go of it after the All-Star break. When after the All-Star break? Shortly after. Okay. Because, I mean, September would be after the All-Star break, Correct. too. No, this was, like, shortly after. That would after. be great. That would be great. Make I mean, a go I, of it. And that would be something um, that no one's expecting because right now there are no rumblings of that happening. So if he knows something, that's phenomenal. Or he just has a gut feeling, that's great. He said he talked to a bunch of, quote-unquote, toe guys. Okay. Boomer's got a list of toe guys in his phone. All right. Categorized under T for toe guys. Okay. Did you miss uh, Chris Berman not doing the home run derby? Back, 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 back. What? No. Back, 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 back. Not really. Oh, he hit one. Back, 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 back. I watched, and I didn't see a lot last night. I saw some this morning. I watched Rushman go. And hit a, m- a million home runs, and everybody on Twitter was going nuts. This is unbelievable! Holy crap! What a moment! Never going to forget this. And then he lost. <laughs> and then we forgot like it within three minutes. Robert came up and just beat him. And Vlad Guerrero Jr. hit seventy-two. He said he was very tired. Home runs in a night. Yeah, seventy-two. The ball was jumping. How about that, man? And so his dad won it. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I didn't know that. 2006, I think. I think it was Man, 16 I, years ago. I like love that. a father-son baseball story. 17 years ago. I forget when it was, but it was it was in the 2000. Oh, seven. There you go. 2007. Vlad won it. Vlad What's Senior. funny is who he beat. Alex Rios. What? Yeah. That doesn't sound like a home run hitter. Right. That would have been average Joe, you would have called. I would say that's, that <laughs> fell as an average Joe. Now, this is this was funny, too. So, like, in the era of baseball that we're in where everybody's injured and mm-hmm. everyone, the uh, big toes are hurt and uh, Mike Trout breaks his wrist swinging a bat and everyone's... Pete Alonzo's batting, uh, what do they call it, home run derby pitcher, injured prior to the game, prior to the, the, the derby and couldn't pitch. It threw him off. What? I don't know. Inflamed forearm. <laughs> Pete probably had him throwing a million pitches <laughs> leading up to this. Right. Throw, throw, throw. And they had a nice story that I guess these guys grew up together. And, nice. And Pete Alonso told him when he made it to the home run derby, this guy was going to pitch to him. Then they inflamed his forearm. So th- this guy didn't pitch to him he the last two times Pete was in it? Uh, no, I guess not. So that wonderful story, he wasn't <laughs> good enough for the first time or the second time? Yeah, I guess not. Hmm. Okay. I wish someone would follow up. That's a great question. Right. Well, if there's such a great story and you made the promise, what about the first two times? Yeah. Because here's the thing. Had he had eight home runs this year, he wouldn't have been in the home run derby. Right. That could have been it. Might not have right. asked again. Who right. Knows? If this was the promise you made to this guy when you were kids, you got to pick him for the first home that run derby. should be the first guy, you would think. You would think, Unless yeah. he promised several people. He's probably out there promising everybody. He might be. And then he's got a great story every time he goes right. out there. <laughs> I promise this guy and this guy. And this guy was my UPS driver as a kid. I promised him he could pitch a home run derby to me and the milkman. Yeah. The milkman delivers. Yeah. Remember the days of Melky Cabrera? Yes. It's not that long ago. I miss him so much, No, Jerry. you don't. I miss Milky. Milky or Melky? 
are you saying? Yeah, his name is Milky. <laughs> Melky Cabrera. Melky Cabrera. <laughs> yes. What's wrong with you? And I saw there was a fellow who's uh, on the Mariners, Jerry, which is where the home run derby was, Julio Rodriguez. He hit 41 in a round. Yeah. And then he didn't he, win. And he didn't thing. win. No. Do you think Vlad Guerrero no, Jr.? He beat, I think he beat Alonzo 41-20. Yeah, 41-21, I believe. 41-21, yeah. Yeah, 41-21. Now, if you hit 72 home runs in a night, you feeling that the next day if you're a pro athlete? I guess. It's a lot of swings. There's a lot of swings. And then you also saw when you were watching it, they're like warming up in the batting cage. Like they're taking more swings. So, I, yeah, I guess. I mean, I, Like how many swings the, did that guy take yesterday? They, the only thing I would say to that is this is all they do. Swing. Like they are baseball players. That is true. So I suppose, but I don't. I don't think it should be that big a deal. Maybe you're a little tired, but that's it. Yeah, just be ready to play Friday night. Right. You better be right. That's if all. You show up Friday night and you're tired, and you don't give the fans one hundred percent. We're gonna look back on this seventy-two home run night. Or you could look back on Stanton last year when he collided, you know basically dropped dead in the second half. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, after the All-Star game. And it's a great built-in excuse. If no. You, if you don't do it. It's really not. It says more that you're not in shape. Yeah. I mean, think about it. He had a Barry Bonds season. Last night. Last night. Yes. 72 home runs. Now, in fairness, the guy's throwing the ball 60 miles an hour right down the middle of the plate. Correct. How many fans do you think were injured last night? Because how many balls? Jumping for balls? Well, just how many balls? One guy hits 72 balls into the ground. I would say I would give you an over-under of 20. Like where you were bruised. Yeah. Somebody got bruised last like night. Like someone fell, took an elbow to the forehead. Yeah. Got smacked in the face by something. Right. Yes, I would say with that many swings, that event went on for a couple of hours, hour and a half, whatever it was. Yeah, I would say I'd give you an over-under 20. Do you think Here's they, the better question. Yeah. How many seek medical attention? Yes. That's what I mean, like... Probably at every location they had like first aid people. The medic tent. And then every time the ball landed in the ground, they had to go running down to see if hey, anyone this one was took injured. one in the eye. <laughs> so we got a ricochet off of a, a tree. Off of a tree like Jerry Recco and hit him right in the face. <laughs> Get him down here. That's the better question. How many people sought medical attention yeah. last night during the home run derby? Right. Like what? I, here's what I would need to know from Elias Sports Bureau. How many people in a regular random game seek medical attention? And then how many last night? I can't think it's a lot in a random game. Random game. I mean, what do you get? What are you seeking? I mean, aside from a real health issue, like a heart attack or a stroke or something like that. Foul ball. Foul ball. A bat that goes flying into the stands. Very dangerous. No doubt. Or heat stroke. Heat stroke, right. Like, what else would you be seeking medical attention for? That's it. Heart attack, heat stroke, foul right. ball. But I'm taking the first two physical ailments off the what table. What about this? Choking on a chicken wing. Oh, that's a good one. Right? Choking on a hot dog. You're right. Or peanuts get lodged in your throat. Yep. That's a good one. What do you think is the most chokeable item at a ballpark? The hot dog? I would... Boy, the peanuts can be tough, too. I'm going to say can. the hot dog. Yeah, I'm going to say hot dog as well. Yeah. If you get a big chunk of that dry pretzel, that could do it, too. It could. Just lodge right in your throat. That is true. Why don't... Yeah. There's anything else. That's probably it. Not ice cream. That would melt. No, that melt. <laughs> Choke on this boomer. I've thought of that about sometimes like I'll chew ice after I have a drink. Yeah. And I think sometimes like if I swallow this ice cube, would it melt before I died? It's a good question. Yeah. I don't know.
Why, why wouldn't you just say water when that melted on contact? Yeah, I would need water. Yeah, I could get water. But like, how much would my body temperature and would my body know to def- to fight the ice cube by raising my body temperature? <laughs> what do you think? Your throat's a microwave? <laughs> just would the body know to heat up my throat to ease the ice cube out of it? I don't. I, I don't think it would. I you could don't. be wrong, but I don't think it would. Hmm. You have a better chance of quickly going and raising the thermostat to 100. <laughs> <laughs> and then going near a vent. And then go put your throat on the vent. How about drinking some coffee? How about that? <laughs> oh, that. But you know, if you're in the stand, you can't run and get a hot coffee. You're choking on or ice. can you find a thermostat? <laughs> I can see. I can see how this is happening in the summer. First of all, I can't see how a baseball stadium anymore. But if he was, basically opening up his neck to the sun. Yeah. Like run to the sun. <laughs> Heat my neck. Hurry. Stop. <laughs> oh, man. All right. 20 in front of six. Quick break. Back in a moment. Boomer and Gio at the top on the fan. <laughs> All right, quarter to six. The guys are, as they say on the on-deck circle, waiting and chomping at the bit to get in here. So we got you for another 15 minutes. Well, Good news, Jerry. The uh, FBI has announced the arrest of Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs superfan, Chiefsaholic. Yeah, you know, I saw that little head, that little blurb. Wasn't really interested. You'll recall, Jerry, he was the guy who dresses up as a wolf. Yeah. At Chiefs games. And they robbed a bank or something, right? They robbed a bank. Yeah. So he was charged, Jerry, with uh, one count of bank theft. Right. And one count of transporting stolen property across state lines. And one count of being a total loser dressing up as a wolf at Chiefs games. They hit him with that. No, they did. Huh? Third charge. Would that get him? 30 years? Yeah, 30 years. Most of, most of, they're letting him slide on the robbing a bank and moving stuff across uh, state lines. They cannot forgive the charge of dressing up like a total loser at a Chiefs game. Now, what so is, what, he's going to serve. What is the actual punishment for robbing a bank these days? <laughs> I don't know. You, they better throw you in jail for life. Is it not true? Like the 1700s, they would they would hang you. Is correct? that right? Eddie? No. Would they hang you, uh, Eddie, for uh, robbing a bank? In the 1700s and 1800s, would they hang you for robbing a bank? Oh, for sure, 100%. Yeah. Right. So what is it now? Like I don't know. A few years in jail? I would think you got to go to jail for robbing a bank. And I know it's probably different from state to state, yeah. I would think, but... Plus, you can't get away with robbing banks anymore. You know how much... Man, we got cameras everywhere. We've, we know what the dollar bills are labeled as. They put that ink in the packets that blow up in your... Chiefsaholic face when you get to your getaway spot. Right. You're not getting away with that anymore. You can't be you. robbing banks. It's like that robbing easy. a train. I guess you'd call that armed robbery, right? Yeah, definitely. Yep. That's with a gun. Armed bank robbery. Yeah, because that's a federal crime. If someone enters a bank, uh, credit union, or savings and loan with the intent to commit any felony affecting such financial uh, institution, da, 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 up to 20 years in prison. You know he's gonna get. You, we know. You know we're gonna see that guy dressed as a wolf. You think Patrick sh- Mahomes speaks on his behalf, <laughs> <laughs> or his brother? Yeah, Patrick Mahomes' brother would probably t- take up the cause. Is it Jackson Mahomes? <laughs> yeah, Jackson Mahomes. You know we're gonna see this guy dressed as a wolf in about two years. He's gonna be no right chance. back. No chance. If he robbed the bank, yeah. And you're telling me punishment is up to twenty years? Now I don't know. Was he armed or not? I don't know if that matters. I'm not sure. But I think he was what, armed. From what I just read, it does not seem like it matters. But if he was armed, it's even worse. 
Jerry, I heard I read he was armed with really sharp claws. Because he's just a little jerk on that one for. <laughs> just came to me. Hopefully, uh, there's no furries in the prison. Where yeah. He's oh. Mm. Maybe Andy Reid can come speak on his behalf. Yeah. <laughs> now, let me ask you this, Jerry. Would you, let's say you were just somebody. I would somebody, not rob a bank. You would not. But no. if you were someone looking for attention, might you dress up as a wolf and go to Chiefs games this year? Because this guy won't <laughs> be there. <laughs> no, but I guarantee you someone, someone will. Someone will, right? Oh, absolutely. More than one person. But then uh, people will be looking and going, that's the dude who robbed a bank. Except that they'd be wrong. They'd be incorrect. Because right? that guy's going to be in jail. Right. And maybe this guy's got to find somebody. Listen, I'm going to be doing some time. I'd like to continue this well, Chiefsaholic uh, gimmick going. So if someone can be the Chiefsaholic uh, wolf for this season. You watch a lot of crime documentaries. I do, yeah. And a lot of uh, dramas, mm-hmm. hour-long dramas on regular TV. They always talk about how or they write scripts yeah. where they're they're running their gang from the inside. Yes. Maybe this guy's running his wolf gang yeah. from the inside. Right. <laughs> right. He'll divvy up his season tickets. He'll get them he to somebody else. He doesn't still have the season tickets. The Chiefs had to have taken them away from you think, him. <laughs> you think He's robbing the bank? jail for armed robbery. You're telling me, Jerry, if I was a giant season ticket holder and I held up a bank that uh, the marriage would take my tickets. don't want your money. Come on. That said, they're also not refunding your PSL. Or P- what's it right. called? PSL. Yeah. Personal seat license. Yeah. They said they were able to get this guy, Jerry. They were able to pick him up because they found a fur at the scene. And it was wolf's fur. They were able to confirm that DNA style. Yeah. Wolf fur. Actual wolf fur. We're going to have any Little Red Riding Hood jokes to either while we're going here because you're really pulling out all the stops. <laughs> I do not have any currently prepared Little Red Riding Hood references. <laughs> Did you see the uh, New York Times has disbanded did. their sports Yes desk. and no. So yes and no. I, yes I, and I mean, no what? So you did see it. I, no, no, I saw it. Oh. And yes, they're disbanding their report. I get all that. But my question would be, if you open up the New York Times, you have a New York Times subscription, are you going to be affected by this, given the fact that they have a working relationship with The Athletic? And if you open the Times, if you're going to see sports stories... Are you going to be affected as much as it sounds like you would on the surface? Yeah, I believe, because I did read about this extensively as I enjoy sports media coverage, at, at least three paragraphs deep go. into this one, is that you are going to see sports-related articles in the New York Times written by The Athletic. What you're not going to see is, like, there would not be a story on uh, the All-Star game. There's not going to be a story on last night's Mets game. Uh, or or on Monday, you're not going to see stories about the Jets. Game. So you're going to get features, features okay. that involve sports. So I don't subscribe to the Athletic. So the Athletic is really just feature sports because yeah. I thought the Athletic had reporters now. Yeah, I thought they did too. In a lot of different cities covering teams. Yeah. So I kind of just assume that you would get Jets coverage from the Athletic. It's fair. Or question. Yankees coverage from the Athletic. Now you're going to lose. I get you're going to lose your your longtime beat guys or whatever beat guys you have. I understand that, and it's going to look different. My question, though, is how much of a different feel will it have if you're if you're reading it every day? Because there will be sports stories in it. There will, yeah. So I don't. It is sad. It's a changing. The, the whole medium has changed. I was reading that the first item that they covered in sports in New York Times history was the 1896 uh, Olympics. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. They sent a reporter out there. Where was that? We Probably say out Greece. there. Oh, you don't know. Yeah. 
They sent a uh, young reporter out there, Jerry. The 1896 yeah. Olympic Games. Yep, they sent a young reporter to cover those games. Uh, you, you know him correct. as Let's see. Steve Athens. Summers. You are correct. Athens, it was not Jerry. Steve Summers. <laughs> yeah, no, it was Steve Summers. That's where he got his start. Yeah, 1896, the uh, the 1896 Summer Olympic Games were held in Athens, the Games of the Olympiad. Yeah, and we sent a New York Times reporter out there. What events do you think they had? Discus, javelin. All right, let's see. Track, like a bunch of track and fields. In 1894, da, 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 da. so they had, no, this is not right. Greco-Roman right. wrestling. No, I'm not buying this. What? Meters, 10 disciplines, meters. 43 events. The number of events in each discipline noted. I, oh, I'm reading something wrong here. Hmm. Someone's pulling my leg. From what I'm reading, and I'm reading it on Wikipedia. Okay, about the 1896 Olympics. This can't be right. It says cycling. We didn't have bikes in 1896, did we? <laughs> yeah. Yes. And you know bikes what? Bikes in 1896? Oh, earlier than that. Really? Well, let me ask you this, Jerry. This cycling event, was it that on those bikes with the giant front tire and the tiny little back tire? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the hell I'm looking at. Because those quite don't go fast. I don't know. I don't know. They're saying there was, our fencing makes sense to me. Oh, I like that fencing. Sword fighting. Why They're saying they... there was gymnastics. Why didn't they call that sword fighting and, and instead fencing? It's I don't sword know. fighting. I, I don't know. That's a very good question. I don't know the answer to that. I'm sure fencing is probably the actual definition yeah. of sword fighting. Now, here's... This is not funny. They had a shooting competition. wonder if anybody got killed. They were shooting each other at the Olympics? 1896. I didn't say at each other. Oh. I said there was a shooting like competition. Target, target yeah. shooting. And did you know that there was tennis in 1896? That I didn't know either. Me neither. So that they had that as well. How about that? So a lot of these sports started much earlier than we thought. Yeah. And weightlifting. Oh. What'd they do? Pick up dead humans <laughs> in 1896? Yep. Just boulders. Dead bodies. <laughs> we just press them over our heads. All right. Quick break. When we come back, Boomer and Geo standing by. Right now we have an Odyssey Sports Minute. It is uh, Amy Lawrence on Pat Fitzgerald's Ouster. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Oh, we got a couple more minutes. I found the better deal. How about a Toshiba 32-inch flat screen for $90? 90 bucks. <laughs> Under 100 bucks. That's Toshiba. You've heard of that. I have heard of Toshiba. <laughs> That's funny. Absolutely. Uh, what else? I was uh, misled by another headline, Jerry. And I, uh, so? it seemed an interesting story, and I, I wanted it to be true. The The story said The Undertaker, who was mm-hmm. the, the pro wrestler. wrestler. Yep. The Undertaker protects wife from shark sharks wow yeah okay. that's what i said wow that sounds like a great story yeah seemed like a great story sharks and i know the undertaker lives in the tampa area mm-hmm. which is where i assume this was nowhere yeah, yeah. in the articles did it say where this uh the body of water was but his wife was on the sand sunning herself and saw a shark in the water okay so she running after it or something sharks have two penises <laughs> so weird for some reason he went into the water where the shark was but she he wasn't protecting her so she, she was wasn't the, swimming no. she didn't see it go in the water and he no. hey no babe get out of it. nothing no but she took a photo of him in the water near where the shark was and she was quite turned on she said sharks what was the idea of going into the water i don't know i don't know if he was if he's still trying to impress this gal well, this apparently a, it worked it's a newer wife 
What, what number is this? this? I think it's his second wife. Oh, okay, only two. And she was a diva. Huh. So they got. Oh wait, it. one of those wrestling divas. Yeah, right. He was. She was a wrestling diva. Oh yeah. He must have left that first wife for a wrestling diva. No, they were that meant happens. to be, Al. Oh, they were meant they had to be. A, eventually, it was fate. They were going to find each other. He and the diva. Give me a break. So, yeah, he. I did see him in that water, though, with the shark. Sharks. Sharks. I heard sharks. I got Sharks. You. Yeah. All right, well. Yeah. But sharks will not come out of the water. the Undertaker? Yeah. Sharks will not come out of the water to attack you. I know there's sharks. They're not How many times have you been to the beach and your balls sweaty? sweaty. <laughs> WFAN, WFAN-FM, WFAN-FM HD1, New York, always live on the free Odyssey app.